morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We are here officially starting at 9 a.m. Zoe Buckman, good to see you. Damodar is here. Rowdy Girl Yoga. All these beautiful souls are joining us. Um, we got some, somebody told me it's a good look. I support it. Thank you, AJ. Um, AJ's keeping, keeping it clean too. We're on the clean shave club. So we're here in the morning and we're about to start off. Everybody's going to lead us in a little prayer in this time of upheaval and disconnection. Uh, we want to find um, grounding and connection. And so we can do that. that. That's available to us here in this collective moment. And it's also available to us, oddly enough, interestingly enough, at every single moment of our lives. We don't have to wait for a pandemic. And we don't even need to, you don't even need to tune in at nine o'clock every morning to see us, to have this connection. But it is helpful to do it in the association of people because there's a collective energy. And so your budget's just going to lead us in a, in a short morning prayer. And then uh, we're going to talk about it. And uh, that's what we're going to do. That's what we've been doing every day for three weeks or something like that. I, don't, I have no idea. But it's been amazing. It's been a, an incredible gift in my life. I'm super grateful to be with you guys and, and to, uh, to have the accountability, you know, accountability, yeah. like the, the, the natural community, like give, mm -hmm. gives that natural accountability. And so yeah. super, super grateful to be here. And, and uh, I just started to jot down a prayer. So I'm kind of like in between reading one and jotting one down. I was, um, I had a, a beautiful morning. It was, it was full this morning from uh, probably about 4.30 on, give, give an earlier class already. And, mm. and now, uh, and, and so, yeah, I'm feeling like a sheep today. I'm feeling like a little sheep. It's just, you know, wandering through the material world. And I see uh, Trisha, she's in the barn. I see some, some hay over there. I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, I'm looking for the barn. So mm -hmm. if you're familiar with prayer, then uh, great. Then get comfortable. Start to relax your body. If you're not, then I'll just give a few cues. Just uh, get into a comfortable seat and relax your body. Get into a, um, yeah, tap into your breath. Start to take some nice deep inhales and exhales. Just pausing the doing. Pausing whatever thoughts, pausing whatever actions, and just starting to connect to your breath. And starting to connect to a softness and a, a space of receiving. We're all just entering into a space of receiving divine grace. And I'll share a few words of prayer. Just let these words, let the essence of them, the intention, the intention to reconnect to our higher power, reconnect to our source, let them touch your heart, touch your consciousness. My Lord, I am one of your sheep. I'm wandering through this material world. And sometimes I feel found and sometimes I feel lost. I know that you are there. I know that you are my shepherd. That you're always with me. Sometimes I feel a closeness with you. And sometimes I feel that you're not there. Please help me to hear your voice. Please help me to feel your loving hand and everything that's unfolding in my life. Help me to see that the path that I'm on is going toward you and that you're the orchestrator, that you're the shepherd that's guiding me every step of the way. Please help me to hear your voice. Please help me to feel that guidance to have faith 
to have strength knowing that every single moment of my life is unfolding as an opportunity for me to remember you, an opportunity for me to grow and to transform the way that I see the world, an opportunity for me to be grateful, an opportunity for me to serve, an opportunity for me to awaken spiritually. You are my guiding shepherd. Today, please help me to feel that closeness, to know that you are guiding me lovingly back home, back to you. Please give us the courage to know that our life is filled with meaning and purpose. Please give us the courage to, to step into that knowingness that each moment has the potential for the deepest meaning and connection with you. And that for every person that comes across our path, for every interaction that we have, let us be reminders for those people that they are loved, that they are valuable. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Govinda That was beautiful I think that might have been the deepest I was absorbed in our prayers yet I don't know if anybody else felt that or everyone else is like I'm always absorbed I'm just <laughs> I'm always distracted <laughs> but that was that was super powerful I really was was tapping in you usually so like half of my consciousness is kind of like listening and paying attention to the prayer and half of it. I'm like, okay, I got to, we're going to, we're going to talk about this and thinking of something I need to say or hear this, but it's really just trying to, to listen. And it was, um, it was very powerful. I was super, super grateful. Um, getting a lot, a lot of positive comments on the feed board. Our, our, our girl Monique is saying four reels with a Z go Vera, a lot of prayer hands. Um, I think, and it, it's, I mean, it's so interesting. You compared us to a sheep and we just, we just shaved ourselves up like a sheep for the spring. And, uh, and you said um, that sometimes I feel found and sometimes I feel lost. And um, it made me think of that, that, that phrase, that idea that, um, that feelings aren't always facts. Mm. And I may feel something, but that may not necessarily mean that it's real. And sometimes I might feel unloved, but it doesn't mean that I'm not loved. Sometimes I might feel lost, but it doesn't mean that I'm lost. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so sometimes I feel like I am just free falling and floating or, um, yeah, lost, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I am, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it just means that I've, I've, I've forgotten. Like I might, I may feel lost, but I may be completely being looked out for. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so kind of contrasting that feeling with reality. And sometimes letting that feeling kind of come and go, but not react to it so deeply, mm -hmm. trusting in it in something deeper. So I was thinking of that when you said, sometimes I feel lost, sometimes I feel found. I love it, DG. You're, you're sparking a, it's so, it's so beautiful. And it's such a, just like, you know, it's just like softening into like an authentic, genuine way of living. Yeah. You know, it's, I was, uh, I was downstairs and, you know, up early this morning and you know full meditation practice i've done an hour of kirtan already i've done an hour and a half of meditation mm. i've read i was speaking on scripture this morning i'm like I'm like three and a half hours into like spiritual practice and 
and on the three hour and 15 minute, I was sort of like, I was like, huh, I was like, I don't really feel like doing kirtan right now in the middle of leading a kirtan, you know, I'm like, mm. I was like, I, I really don't feel like doing kirtan right now. But like, <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm leading it. I guess, I guess I'm the, I'm the one, you know, and, uh, <laughs> Isn't and three and a half hours enough. Yeah. Well, well, we're right. Right. It's like, you know, I, I'm taking medicine, I'm taking medicine and mm. my heart isn't pure. It's not there yet. I'm not in this pure place. So, I'm taking like a heavy dose of medicine. I'm going to feel, you know, that, that I'm going to feel the stuff that's still in there. And mm -hmm. so as I'm doing kirtan, I'm thinking, God, like I'm, I'm really feeling, you know, I'm really feeling ungrateful right now. Like that is just the reality. Like if I was to try to force myself to feel grateful right now, it would be inauthentic. Mm. I feel ungrateful right now. And so I'm, I'm in the kirtan, I'm going through the motions and I'm like, wow, like, where has that come from? Like, I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like press like the ungrateful button. It was like, I want to feel ungrateful today. Let's take a few, let's take, you know, three hours of, you know, feeling ungrateful and, and you know, um, miserable in my life. No, I, I didn't choose that. But like, that's a, that, that's a feeling that's coming up. That is there. It's present. And, um, and I was thinking about it because, um, because uh, a friend of mine invited me to come on his podcast today and, and he wanted to talk about gratitude. And, and I was thinking about it. I was like, I was like, wow, like I felt like Krishna's giving me this lesson, mm. you know, just so it's like, because I, I know that there's so many of us out there that can re resonate with that. We don't always feel grateful, you know, mm. but if someone's telling me like, be, just be grateful, just be grateful, just be grateful. Like if that's the message I'm hearing, you know, yeah, and, and, and I'm feeling ungrateful, I'm going to feel more isolated. I'm going to feel like there's something wrong with me. Mm. And so in, in the Kirtan, I was like, I was like, I am feeling ungrateful. And I was like, I am feeling ungrateful. And like, and it brought me to life, actually. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I feel ungrateful. Like I literally, like there's a voice, a loud voice inside of me that was like resonating that and saying, like, that's the reality. Like for me to be authentic right now, the reality is that I feel ungrateful. That mm. is the reality. My and, and now, now that I'm being authentic, now that I'm not trying to just stuff down feeling ungrateful and trying to like force mm. myself to feel grateful like artificially kind of force that that mm. that emotion now i'm feeling that i'm feeling ungrateful I'm, I'm being authentic with it and now i'm saying my lord i'm so ungrateful please help me to be grateful in this moment i'm with you right now i'm calling out your names i'm surrounded by by community i'm surrounded by beautiful people surrounded by beautiful sacred art and and I'm in the temple, right? I'm, I'm in my heart right now. Mm. I'm with you. And I don't even feel it. Mm. I don't even feel it. I don't even feel it. A, a, a connection to even have some authentic gratitude mm. flow through. Please help me. My yeah. Lord, please help me to, to be grateful. Please help yeah. me to be able to really show up and really experience the amazing benefit of the practice of kirtan meditation please help me to do that mm, yeah. and it was and it was and because i was a little bit authentic with it i wasn't trying to stuff it down then yeah like i, I gave i started giving my full self to it and and then naturally mm. like gratitude started to kind of bubble up and well up mm. but there's so many times where i try to like sh i've tried to like teleport myself to this grateful you know mm. state of being and, and, I, and it's like nah, dude you're just being inauthentic mm. You're being inauthentic you know there's a yeah. there's an opportunity right now for you to surrender on a deeper level it's an opportunity for mm. you right now through being ungrateful to reconnect to the divine mm. if you try to bypass that you're gonna you're, you're missing this opportunity you're missing what's actually 
coming up as an amazing catalyst for you right now. Yeah. It's so, it's so, it's so relevant and powerful. Like you're saying, it's just being authentic because I think, I think a lot of people could relate to that idea of, you know, we, we hear things like you should be grateful. You should be happy. You should be peaceful. You should be content. You should be this. And it's like, I'm not feeling that. Okay. I'm doing, I have to shove it all down and sort of just force myself into this feeling. Just, just, just be grateful or just be, just be content or see it all as a blessing or, you know, see how life is happening for me, not to me. It's like, we, we, we hear all those things which are important, but it's like, I think, I think what you're touching on, what I'm getting out of it is that even the way that I feel in my consciousness is not a, I need help getting there. And that it's not this, it's this, this again, the sense of ultra self-reliance of like, okay, I'm just going to shift it personally. But it's recognizing like, I've got this conditioning in my heart and in my mind, and I need help shifting that. Um, and so, so many so other people can feel when someone isn't being authentic and it feels wrong. We feel that all the time, right? Someone's just like mm -hmm. pretending to feel a certain way because that's how we think we should be feeling. And I think to recognize that and then to turn that over, to turn that over and be like, this is how I'm feeling. I don't want to feel this way, but this is just where I'm at. And to really mm -hmm. own that puts us in a place of, um, of, 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 of receiving a higher power. I think, I think that's, that's where the whole Bhagavad Gita starts. Mm. It's, I think it's Arjuna's, Arjuna who's this warrior and who's won everything, been successful at everything, is feeling weakness. And he just has to fully own that feeling, mm -hmm. that feeling of weakness, that feeling of confusion, that feeling of uncertainty, that feeling of fear. He just fully owns all of it. And then he finally he takes a whole chapter to spew it all out. And then he finally places it at the feet of Krishna and be like, I'm lost. Mm -hmm. I'm really feeling. And what the interesting thing is like, he said, I'm feeling lost, but he's right there at the feet of Krishna. Like Krishna was mm -hmm. right there in front of him. Krishna's like, you're not lost. You're right here. I got you. Mm -hmm. I've just been waiting for you to admit that you feel lost. Mm -hmm. I mean, and if Arjuna just said like, if Juna just said, I got this. And then he just pretended and just marched forward. It would have been a totally different story. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The Bhagavad never would have been spoken. You know what I mean? <laughs> he just would have been faking it all along, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think the initial, initial message of the Bhagavad Gita is don't fake it. Mm -hmm. Just do not fake it. Just mm -hmm. be real and authentic with who you are. And, you know, there, there, there's, there, there's a slippery slope of like, hey, it's just who I am. Yeah, I'm an arrogant jerk. Deal with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not grateful for it. You know, it's like we can, we can just put that out there and be like, hey, it's just who I am. And there's nothing I can do about it. So deal with it. It's like, no, be honest with yourself, but then bring that, bring it to Krishna, bring it to Krishna and say, Hey, you, you deal with this. You, you help me work through this. And then as you're saying, it's like those feelings start to start to bubble up, you know? So I, I feel that it helps that, that dependency like a sheep. We're like sheep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, like baby sheep, dependency and authentic authenticity. You know, like, yeah, and it's it's so powerful, right? It's you know the the fear of feeling whatever it is that it is, or the judgment that we place on our feelings. You know, that are the catalysts, right? Like every single time, mm -hmm. like Krishna, Krishna telling Arjuna in the back of a Gita, you know, to 
to rise above dualities, right? Mm. To ri rise above like the, the vision of friends and enemies, rise yes. above like that this is happiness and this is pain and this is pleasure and this is difficulty, like to rise above that because because Krishna saying that, hey, you know, in consciousness of me, all of this is a catalyst. In consciousness of me, all of this becomes an opportunity for transformation, for, for spiritual, you know, awakening, illumination. And so it's, it's a, it's a, it was a foreign thing to me. I know that um, feeling my feelings is sort of like, man, that's like, yeah. that's like hodgepodge. Like, I don't, go, I don't feel my feelings. Like, I'm above my feelings. You know, feelings are like, you know, those are the things that you don't deal with, you know, and, and, and I couldn't be more wrong, you know, and, and, and they couldn't, it couldn't be, they couldn't be more empowering, you know, actually to look at, you know, my feelings as a, as a catalyst to remember Krishna, my feelings as an opportunity to surrender in depression and anger and frustration and fear and happiness and joy and success and victory. Every one of those emotions is a catalyst. And beauty in nature, you know, see, seeing Trisha walk and see the beautiful sky, seeing the sun, the on the taste of water and the fragrance of earth, fragrance of a flower, the smile in a friend. It's like every single thing in our life can become a catalyst to remember our divine beloved, to feel that connection, to feel ourselves expressing spiritually, to feel the yeah. soul sort of express itself. Everything can become that. Totally. And when, when we're going into the mud, you know, we're talking about it this morning in, in our our morning, uh, our morning class at the Baki Center, that um, I'm feeling stuck. And you know, we've talked about this a lot. It's been, a, it's been a major theme that I'm feeling stuck. I'm in the mud. I'm with Krishna. I'm stuck, right? I'm a lost sheep right now. Yeah. You know, and if, if that brings me back to remembrance of, of my Lord, if that brings me back into that spiritual mm. consciousness, that mud, that challenge, that difficulty that we go through in our life, it's the greatest blessing. When I look back on my life, the times that I have suffered the most in my life have been the greatest catalyst for transformation mm. and spiritual awakening. And they, they were building blocks. They were foundations for me to start to build a spiritual life. Yeah. I did not have those experiences. If I just stayed in contentment and peace and getting what I wanted when I wanted it, yeah. you know, totally. I, I wouldn't be experiencing it. A, a yeah. connection and, a, and an experience of joy and gratitude that's not perfect. It's not, it's, it, I still go through the ups and downs. But, but I recognize there's something that's less and less conditional about my state of fulfillment and happiness in life. Yeah. Because it's not based on the pleasures and pains of, of the world. Yeah. How, how do you, a question, how do you, you mentioned like the, the greatest periods of suffering in your life or the greatest catalyst of transformation, the building blocks of something greater. Mm -hmm. and and you know sometimes it's 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 a lot easier because i can say that for myself too I, I agree with that personally but you know it's it's you know hindsight is always 2020 it's it's easy to look back when i'm not in that moment it's easy for me to say that but, you know some of us you know you know sometimes it's like it's like it's like a little bit of pain it's like like you get a you go to the doctor you get a shot it's like a little bit of pain it's like oop, it's over real quick or mm -hmm. i went through a couple of days of a few days but sometimes it just seems like endless Mm -hmm. You know, some people are in that period where it's just like, okay, I've been like, I've been struggling with this depression for years mm -hmm. and it started to go away and then it came back. Or, you know, I've been, I've been stuck in this, this relationship or this marriage that hasn't been working and I'm trying to work it out or, you know what I mean? Or, or, or my, 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 my financial has been struggling for years. And so how do we, how, how, how would you explain that to somebody who's just like, going through it just it just seems like it's not like i have these dips of of challenges like 
my entire life is just one long mm. challenge and, <laughs> and, and one long and, and I and I'm getting tired of it like I don't know how much mm -hmm. longer I can hold on and, and I'm mm. hearing these messages of just like yes and you know yesterday we we're talking about like getting dog treats from the Lord and getting treats and learning to leave it and hallelujah etc but it's just like okay that's great it seems that but for me it just seems like it's never going to turn around mm -hmm. so I feel stuck like how do we what would you say to someone in that situation or how, how would you deal with that situation like because it feels it feels grim for some people yeah totally yeah well the first thing i would say to them it's your karma dude no i'm just kidding um <laughs> i would not say that <laughs> the first thing is, just get, is just get over it all right just, yeah yeah look okay here this is this is what we're gonna do just forget about it just forget it you know just um, be grateful just yeah right no, definitely. No. We've talked. We talked nah, about this. We've talked about this a lot. Wrong answer. You know, definitely, definitely not what we're we're, we're, um, we're going to do in those situations. Is um, is empathy? We've been talking about this a lot. We've been talking about it. It comes up almost every day. You know that I don't. When somebody's suffering, it's like okay, it's not time to point out the obvious. It's not time to like philosophize. Like I'm suffering because I'm disconnected from myself spiritually. That's the reality. I'm suffering because mm. I'm disconnected from myself spiritually. So if I'm just pointing out the obvious to somebody, you're it's because you're disconnected and you gotta get connected. It's like, no, like we can be instruments of that connection. We can be instruments of God's compassion, of God's mm. grace, of God's love in each other's life. It's not a time to philosophize. It's not a time to spiritually bypass and that if somebody is stuck in those modes, like the greatest thing that we can do is to be with them. They mm. feel connected. They're not alone. They're not a sheep that's alone in the mud. Another person that just doesn't understand them. Another reason to reinforce those limiting beliefs and reinforce the trauma and the conditioning. No, actually somebody's expressing empathy and compassion in this, this moment. And I, I feel a little bit of a connection. And as yeah. that relationship deepens, you know, and, and it's all relationships, so much of it is relationship. If, if I get to a place at a certain point, I, I'm going to have to say, I, I, I'm tired of suffering. I want to try something else. That's a, mm. that's a, that's a, that's like a, a, a you know, the, the one point one a like, okay, like I accept I'm suffering. I accept it. I'm suffering mm. right now. What I'm doing in my life hasn't worked. Individually, if I'm suffering, I have to come to that place. I have to sit with it and really admit that I'm suffering and what I've, do, what I've done so far to fix it hasn't worked. I need help. I need help. You know? And the moment that we extend that, the moment that we open that door, then, then when somebody does come into our life, you know, when, whatever that is, however that looks, they will come into our life. They will. You know? The Lord is working in our heart. He knows. Okay, you desire that. You're open and you're ready to receive love. You're ready to receive grace, you know? Mm. Now it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to flow in. It may come like a little stream or it may come like a flood, you know? But now it's, it's going to be available. And then in those moments, somebody's going to come into our life. We have to be ready to receive that grace. Mm. You know, we have to be ready to receive that. And so I think um, it's easier said than done. And if I'm with somebody, I'm not going to talk like the way that we're talking right now. I'm definitely not going to yeah. talk like that. I'm with somebody who's suffering. I'm going to be with them. And be with them. Like, if we're suffering right now, we need to get in the company of people that are not suffering. We need to get in the company of people that, you know, are connecting spiritually. And, and it, you know, whatever way that is, whatever faith or tradition or background that is, we need to get around people 
that are mm. a little that, that are actually navigating the material world a little bit more effectively. Yeah. And 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 I need to I need to accept that, and I need to put myself. I need to make myself available to that connection. Yeah. And so, that's. I mean, if I you know if somebody's inviting me into their life, I'm gonna be with them. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be with them, and I'm gonna go on a journey with them. Let's hear about that suffering. Mm. Let's hear what's coming up for you. Let's really go into that. Let's go down deeper and deeper and deeper. What's the source of that? What is that doing for that person? What mm. is it actually fulfilling for them? What belief is it enforcing? And yeah. I want to be with them. I want to help them to to discover, mm. be in a, get back in that state of discovery. Just hold me, hold me, Vera. I got you, baby. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I think that's so beautiful and empathic, um, empathetic um, mm. that because because the reality is that no, no suffering lasts forever. But when we're in that suffering, it feels like it. And so sometimes sure. if the best thing we could do for somebody else is to believe it for them mm. and not shove it down their throat. But it's just like, OK, I just have to hold this person through the suffering. Yeah, one of my favorite musical artists, Trevor Hall, um, he writes a song, You Can't Rush Your Healing. Mm -hmm. darkness has its teaching love is never leaving so it's beautiful you know you can't rush your healing okay like i can't rush through this darkness has its teaching there's a way that i'm someone's meant to grow through this you can't rush mm -hmm. someone else's healing love is never leaving you know you're not you're never alone you're never alone through it sometimes i might feel alone so the best thing we can do for somebody else is not take their pain away not mm -hmm. take their suffering away not change their circumstance for this but just remind them that they're not alone through it. Mm -hmm. Just remind them that they're not alone through it. Mm -hmm. And they'll feel God's presence through you in their life. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, my experience is always the case, the favor is always returned. Because mm -hmm. it's not that I'm suffering and everyone else has figured it out. And then once I get out of this hole, we're all going to be on the easy track. It's like, no, the person who is doing well right now may fall in a ditch tomorrow. Mm -hmm. and it might just flip you know and then you'll have to help them out so you don't have to feel like oh i'm so weak and i'm incapable and i need help from other people and i don't want to bother other people and help be lifted up it's like no like we're all going through this obstacle course of life and you just have you, you just tripped or you got caught up by a snack you got snagged yeah. you got you get snagged mm -hmm. you know you get a booby you fell into a booby trap you know mm -hmm. life's booby trap just nailed you and so like, help you out. And then it's like, I might fall into that booby trap tomorrow, next year, or whatever. And so it's like, we're all on this journey facing forward together. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that that's a beautiful, beautiful meditation. And, and sometimes it might be somebody said, shared earlier, I was thinking about this, um, that, um, you know, it's hard to feel your feelings sometimes, you know? And I was thinking how yesterday I was talking with a friend of mine, who he got he got sick and he was wondering maybe he had the coronavirus or not it wasn't sure it's it's so hard to get tested but he had the symptoms and he's feeling better now but he was saying that um you know it's kind of like you know what happens is like um one of the symptoms of like the virus is that your your sense of smell and taste goes away and he said that it's like your sinuses are like totally closed. Mm -hmm. And he said when he started to get a sense of taste and smell back and the sinuses would open up, it was so painful. Mm. And his brother who works in a hospital was saying that's because all the nerves shut down. Mm. And now when they open up, it's like, it's like life rushing in mm. and it tingles all the nerves, it's really painful. Mm -hmm. It reminded me, and I said it reminded me of one time when I, when I first was learning yoga and I learned to do a headstand. I did a headstand for an extended period of time. I did a headstand for like 10 minutes. And then when I came out of the headstand, um, 
all the blood started rushing to my feet and it hurt so bad mm-hmm. to have that life and blood just rush into my feet and my nerves. It was so tingly. It was a good thing. It was like my body needed blood and it needed life and needed energy. But to go from that kind of like death to life sort of experience was so painful. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we go through life so long, shutting down our feelings, we, we shut down our feelings. We, we shut down our heart from love. We shut down kindness. We shut down comfort. We shut down those feelings. When we start to open back up, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Even, if it's po- even if it's positive feelings coming into our life. Mm-hmm. Because we're so unused to, we've shut down our nerves. We've shut mm-hmm. down our heart. When we start to open back up to love, even when we feel God's love in our life, when we feel the caring compassion of other people in our life, it's going to feel so awkward and weird and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, it's it's we still need it. We need to we need to wait for that blood to kind of rush back into our life mm-hmm. and let it tingle a little bit and create a new normal. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm ready for you to rush into my life, Vera. Just do it. Just just rush into me. Crash into me. I'm, I'm yours, Baba. I love you. I'm so grateful. And, and, and I'm, I'm loving the point, you know, like seeing that, seeing that cycle, you know, there's so many things that you brought up that were so, so, such great analogies. You're so good at just coming up with analogies. It's crazy. You come up with like three every single time we get together. Um, we got puppy analogies. We got more mountain, mountain climbing is, uh, is that we're going to be up, right? There's a, we're going to be up. We're going to be feeling that rush, that connection, right? We're going to be feeling happy, grateful, joyful. We've all experienced those moments in our life. You know, we've had it, whether they're glimpses or prolonged periods. And then we're going to see that there are going to be people that are on a down cycle, feeling disconnected. They're, they're, they're in the, deep, the, the, the grudge, the sludge of the heart, and they're cleaning it out, right? They're crawling through the mud, right? We've all experienced those cycles in our life, you know, where we're up and then we're down and we're up and we're down. And when we're down, because we've invested in, in our relationships, because we've invested in being there for others, when we, when we were feeling up, then we will experience that reciprocation. And yeah. that's what it is. It's a cycle. You know? And then we, we start to see it more and more clearly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're crawling through the mud. It's all good. You got 50 more yards. Keep on crawling. I'm with you. We got this. You know, like, yeah. It becomes this. We, we know we don't, we don't freak out when we're in the suffering. We don't freak out when we're in the mud because we have that company and we have that, that light. It's intense. It's not easy. But we know, like, mm. I'm going to come back through this. The sun's going to shine again. It's yeah. gonna, the sun will rise again. Like, we start to feel that rhythm more and more as we're going through purification of our hearts. And, yeah. And so I love you. It's love 9.32. It. It's, it's 9.32. Crazy. Man, we got we to gotta go. I Just a quick shout out, just because I saw him come in earlier. I don't know if he's still online, but uh, our good friend Vish, Vish Rambar joined in, Visionary. And yeah. uh, it's so sweet to see him here. I don't know if he's still here, brother, but it's so good to see you. And if you're looking for inspiration, connection, kirtan-related inspiration, go check out our friend Visionary, V-I-S-H-I-O-N-A-R-Y, Visionary, Vishrambar. He's doing online cartel classes. He's doing kirtans. He leads kirtan retreats all over the country and all over the world. Um, I don't know if he's down there in Florida right now, but a beautiful, beautiful soul that just, you know, we're all looking for inspiration and connection during this time. Check out his feed. I just heard so many beautiful things of people who are taking cartel classes with him and learning kirtan and having kirtan. So check him out on Instagram. Good friend of ours. It was wonderful to see you on here for a minute, bro. Um, and everyone else, thanks so much for joining. Love all the comments that are coming on. We don't respond to each one of them, but we see that Vivi takes his, Vivi takes his cartel class every Sunday. 
Um, we love all the comments that you're giving. We love all the love that you're sending. I, we love all, there's just like a influx of flower and rainbow and heart emojis. Um, it's just beaming us with light. Constantina's going for it. Constantina's going for it. Um, all of our, our, our Zoomers here, Julie, Laura, AJ, Trisha, Jeff, we love you guys. Um, we are here every day. Uh, the Cartel Class with Fish, I think, is every Sunday. Check out his Instagram feed. We're here every, every day, 9 a.m. to 9.30. Um, to bring in the mood of prayer into your everyday life. Thank you guys so, so much. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow, right? See you in the morning. Okay, everybody. Have a great, great day, evening, night, week, life. We love you. Take care, brother. See you guys.